Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm back with one of my favorite segments with one of my favorite people and also favorite guests. I had to say people first because she's my f- one of my favorite people first and then and, and guests second, but a phenomenal guest and some other guests she might bring on with us from, you know, the spiritual world, who knows? So let's welcome to the show... Beth Lynch for Solutions. Yes, Solutions. Hello, it's good to be back again. Oh, it's great to have you back. And uh, we just passed the Thanksgiving holiday and, you know, uh, we got a lot going on in the world energy-wise and necessary healing in the world and spiritual levels and vibrations. And uh, I think that's what we should talk about today. Yes, let's do it. So let's just start right off the bat with what do you and, you know, I do want to bring up something. We talked about what we we're going to talk about, but there's something that just came to my head. Maybe it was spiritually, but, you know, maybe we should talk about the difference in the vibration level of togetherness and unity this Thanksgiving being that, you know, it was a very different Thanksgiving than most years. Mm, yeah, it was. And I know. Miss COVID herself, you know, got in the way of my plans of being down in South in Florida, visiting my family over there in Lake Worth. And, you know, it was a big decision to make. And uh, I just decided, you know, we decided as a family not to go. And so it definitely I felt it, you know, I had my sister there and my nephew, my great nephew now, and it was two of their birthdays and Thanksgiving. So I was supposed to be there. So I know the emotions that come with that personally. And there are a lot of emotions and there's people that chose to go and go see, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think you got to trust your intuition. I think you got to use common sense, a little soul sense, maybe. And, you know, deal with the feelings that you're having about it. But these frequencies of these feelings, you know, are very powerful. I mean, we're all having them. We're all having them. You know, I want to say something real quick about what you just said, because it pertains to what you just said. And it's like, I was thinking about it as you're saying it, you, you know, what would really be terrible for somebody like me is it's, let's say I didn't go spend Thanksgiving with any family members at all to be safe for COVID and then, you know, ended up getting it anyway. 
you know and mm-hmm. so th- I, I think about that because that could be quite bothersome that's another thing like that's something i would think in my head you know i've always lived life to the fullest you know and it's like that philosophy of oh i want to do this because maybe tomorrow i won't be able to so uh you know i know i would really be not happy at all if that's what happened to me Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> happy, but I doubt. I doubt with it. And 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 I made decisions based on there's a little baby I'd be visiting. You know, I would hate for something to happen to him get sick because we came tromping down from New York. You know, and when we come to New York, we have you know the governor from heck that um <laughs> you know we have we have to deal with a lot when we come back and um so you know and some people say that's a good thing and some people say you know more governors should be doing what he's doing but you know i i you know in my work i work with people in such stress and anxiety a lot of times and so many people are worried about losing their businesses if it happens again if he shuts us down and everybody's just waiting right yeah. now and in, in, you know salons and things like that so you know he's you know just it's crushing you know, based on if if we do the we do the things that are common sense and soul sense, you know, we don't know is it the mask? Is the mask helping? Isn't the mask helping? I don't know either. You know what I mean? But wear your mask so you don't sneeze all over somebody. Well, that's and, my point right there. What you, you know, just people said. cannot. You know, we can't go another round of shutting down business. We can't run from every virus. We cannot run from every virus in the world. We have to boost our immune systems up. We have to prepare ourselves energetically first and foremost for these physical things that we know and honestly understanding that essence of spirit and who we are in the spirit cannot get the virus okay <laughs> your spirit can't get it <laughs> well, so hang out with your spirit more and it's going to boost your immune system and your nervous system and you will probably have a better chance of not getting it or knocking it you know getting rid of it very mild if at all i mean you know, people complain so much. Do you notice that? Yeah. Complaining drops frequency. It energizes fear. Then it fuels anger. And then there's actions. Yep. I, I'll tell you something else, too. I was thinking about something this morning that was very interesting. Because, you know, and it's based on what you're saying about New York and Florida. Okay. So I am a believer of, you know, in some respect and I was and then I thought of something this morning but you know me I, I always as a Libra take both sides of the fence I can see both sides and you know part of me is like yeah maybe people should be more like New York so that we could stop this thing and get back to normal because the perpetuating of it is what's going to ruin people's lives more and you know I look at other countries that I know for a fact that followed all the rules to a, a T and were much stricter than New York and they're all back to normal right now. However, here's what I thought about this morning, okay, is the fact that it's very interesting now. Let's take human nature in, into play. Uh, in Florida, I can speak for Florida, not New York, but I can speak for Florida. When we were shut down, people were much more rebellious. The restaurants were packed the people weren't wearing masks like they were everybody was rebelling against all the rules since the governor opened up the state completely because our state's completely open and and DeSantis just recently said he's not going to do another lockdown he's not going to do anything you know it's going to be exactly the way it is now but here's what I noticed 
And this is human nature. You know, with the lockdowns, the mandates, we all act like a bunch of children. And now, without it, we're acting like adults. Because here in Florida, I, there were a bunch of idiots. And now I'm seeing people be more respectful, people actually wearing the mask more than ever. You know, so it's, it's quite interesting that now that nobody's telling them they, they have to do this or they can't do that, that people are actually using their soul sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's such a good, I mean, look at, we are in, New York's probably one of the tougher states and all around me 30 miles either way right now are getting ready to go they're in orange and they're getting ready to go red and that's after we were strict so it makes you wonder exactly we're you know i'm in this little well i'm in a little city and then there's syracuse rochester and that somebody i was just talking to in syracuse they're they're waiting for him to say it they're just waiting there's salons and then rochester's already in a major they're already locked down you know so you know how about the mental that this plays on you? Like me, I'm over it already. Like even even me who, you know, has no problem with isolating, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, I think that's what's going to happen is people are going to be so over it that they're going to be willing to take the risks. I mean, even mindset, my mindset's kind of getting to that point already. It's like, you know, maybe if it was back in May, I might not have gone. I went to North Carolina for uh, Thanksgiving. Maybe if it was back in May, I, I wouldn't have. But at this Did point, you drive? I drove, yeah. I wouldn't fly yet. Yeah. So the flying, that you know, it's <coughs> funny. They say it's safer to fly because of everything they're doing. I, I just don't see it. I'm trapped inside a cabin, and there's no way you can social distance, and you don't know who's sitting next to you, and, you know. It, yeah. So to me, driving is better. Bathroom. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <Ew>. So, <laughs> so driving to me is better uh, right now. But who knows? Maybe, maybe the planes are safe. You know, because of because they are doing a lot to sanitize. But you know what? At the end of the day, you think about it too. With anything in life, you could do every preparation there is in the world and still get a negative result. Mm-hmm. And negative is an interesting word. Because in soul sense, negative is negate of light. Yes. So it is a lower frequency emotion, you know, downloading into the nervous systems. And then you have, you know, individual. And then you have group consciousness. When that gets in low frequency, that's when we see certain behaviors that we see. And, you know, people behaving in, in uncompassionate unconsideration you know in consideration and it fuels a lot there's so much going on i don't even know and so i want to also touch on something else and that's kind of related but briefly with what we're talking about is you know the whole political climate right now and not and not from a political standpoint but more from you know this the people in this country and this country need to heal not period like there's no doubt about it. we need to heal together as a country and as a people and we we've had such low vibrations in energy for so long now and i i got to tell you the results of the presidential election currently forget which candidate you like forget which side of the fence you're on you know, I can look at it objectively and say the energy coming from Joe Biden, not policies, not anything else, just the way he wants to and talks. If he walks his talk, unite the country and not be divided and not have the red and blue. 
I think that's the the a uh, higher form of energy. And then you have Trump on the other hand, again having nothing to do with policies or anything else, but just the way his camp is acting about this whole situation and you know not putting any end to it there there's no end in sight never going to concede never uh, you know voter fraud and let's say he's right okay hypothetically let's say he's right it's still not healing and good for the people of this country or this country that's just my opinion yeah i agree and you know all of the separation and it doesn't matter if we're talking politics you know races everything is separate we're so separated right now and the soul knows no separation the soul knows no different the soul is a higher you know aspect of our own personalities that when we're connected to we actually you know can see we can feel that you know maybe someone is for the higher good of the country right now getting us back you know I, I don't know if one man can do that personally I mean, you know, I don't know. That's I, why we need it not to be divided because, no, one man, yeah. one woman can't do it. We yeah. all need to do it together, which is why we need to heal. And, you know, all of our systems have been breaking down. Our systems, you know, our financial systems, our, our all those systems, you know, uh, we've overloaded a system with, you know, uh, you know, depended on systems just for families to survive and, you know, it, 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 everything is breaking. We're learning that what we've built up as a human species can no longer be held just through the physical. You know, our environment, our waters are polluted, our earth is polluted. Everything is being affected. And it's an awake, it's, you know, wake up, but it's an awakening for us. And, it, you know, I really feel it's never too late once we start, but we have to come together. And if this, you know, one person brings in those principles and those principles start you know flowing into communities you know what i mean we're gonna we're gonna heal and we're gonna start being prosperous again and you know but there's a lot of dark that we have to you know i mean how do you not concede you have to i mean he just you know sadly that's what he brings out in that energy and that ego well, because we're going to have now, because him, his supporters for four years are going to follow his lead, which is not healthy for the country no matter what, even if they're all right. It, that's what they don't realize. It's not healthy for us or the country, even if they're right at this point, if there's not going to be a, a solution. Look, they haven't even found out if four years ago it wasn't exactly. you know, a fix. So <laughs> what are they going to do? I mean, you know, he needs... Look in the mirror. I, Look in the mirror. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I, do, I just think we need to get to a better time, especially to get through this pandemic. I, I think we need higher energy. We need to be united, not fighting. We need to be, you know, a, a unit to fight this, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, that's the saddest part right there. You know, I, again, it, don't you, it's so simple when you come down to understanding ourselves as compassionate beings as beings who can communicate and just where we've gotten in our technology the our intelligence is so amazing we're such an amazing species and we have this beautiful planet to do it on and you know i i don't know i think i may have said this before on one of our episodes but when i asked 
you know, if you put out a thought, you get an answer. You know, hopefully your listeners, you know, take that from what we share. Put something out there if you need an answer. Put it out there and be without expectation that the answer is going to come. You're putting it out there. Our thoughts are so powerful. And if you put out a thought, you get an answer. And, you know, maybe shut up once in a while in your mind. <laughs> Learn to, you know, slow it down a little bit. I mean, it's this... The answers that can come to you, and this, what I was getting at, I guess, is when I asked, and this was right after 9-11, and I remember when we were declaring war, and I, I, look, I didn't have a better answer either. I mean, something had to be done, but I was like, I could feel that this was going to be a change for us as a species in a ways that I didn't think I, I really could comprehend, but I knew, I could feel it, you know, in my cells. I felt like my cells hurt. That is, it. and I've talked to people who said they they felt they didn't know how to explain what they felt, but that's what they felt now that they heard me say those words. And I said, you know, and I asked the universe, why are we here again? You know, why why are why is there so much anger that somebody wants to you know plow into our city like that and one of our major cities? And why is there you know now we have to have war and all these young beautiful beings are going to, you know, have generations of, you know, you know, people are going to get hurt, people are going to die, I mean, things are going to happen. And I remember just thinking that, and I just prayed, you know, hello, and thank you for listening up there. And, you know, the next day I was washing my dishes, gazing out the window, and that feeling that comes over me when something's going to be said, and I remember I heard the voice say, you've evolved as a species technically, but not spiritually. Yep. And I knew and I know what the spirit is. You know, when you understand what the spirit really is, it's your intuitive nature, which is survival. It's your compassion. It's your creativity, which is what you're going to do to express yourself and create abundance. It's how you communicate. It's your coping skills. And it's a connection to something eternal, something bigger than the physical. So if we honor those qualities from our spirit, the true manifestation of who, you know, what we can do individually as families as communities and as a a species is just beyond words and I heard those words and and I brought tears to my eyes and I remember thinking well I know what that's about I know what that's answering but I don't really like it (laughs) and I remember saying that as I was watching and I heard back this is not a punishment it is a consequence and that is what earth is for yeah, you know, wow. I, I got to tell you, too, I had an interesting conversation with my daughter. She teaches an art class and to these kids. Uh, and this kid who's in, like, third grade, I think she said, came in the class today just complaining about Biden and how upset he was that Trump lost. And she brought up something, which I agree with. It's like, why is a th- kid in third grade worrying about this stuff and talking politics like that like uh, you know and i said to her i'm like you know yeah that wouldn't have happened back in the day because basically you didn't you know when i was a kid you didn't really talk about that you didn't talk about who you voted for and you basically yeah you you did usually vote for what your family voted for um but uh you know it, it, it wasn't something that i don't remember ever talking about in school Right. Isn't that and interesting? being obsessed over it. Hmm. Well, yeah, and look how young he is. I mean, you know. It's terrible. Like, it, it, And my daughter made the greatest response. She's like, she said something to him like, uh, 
you know, well, just have, you know, don't, let's not talk about that here. Let's do art, you know, and, and she was thinking to herself how this kid is too young for this. Like, like, yeah, and sh- I think she said something to him to the effect of like, you have plenty of time in your life to worry about politics. It doesn't really affect your life right now. Just be a kid. Mm-hmm. Be a kid. Wow, that's crazy. Right? <laughs> and a lot of kids are afraid, you know. I work with a lot of 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, you know, even younger in meditation. And they'll, well, I don't know if there'll be a world when I grow up. That's so sad to hear a kid say. You know what's funny, <laughs> though? Isn't that every generation, like like us growing up, I and mean, we didn't know if there'd be a world either because it'd get blown up by nuclear war. There's always some fear in every generation. Yeah, that was our biggest fear, nuclear war back in the day. I do remember that. Always, pray, I was afraid of that. I was afraid of it. And, it, you know, <clears throat> well, luckily no one decided to do that, hit that red button, as they say. But now you don't even hear about it as much, but... No, but you know, you know what is interesting is my best bro and I in high school, when we would decide to do stuff or that we shouldn't be doing, we were like, eh, who cares? The world's going to blow up in 1984 anyway. Oh my God, 1984. That, that was that, a good year. <laughs> and that was the that was the attitude, you know. So, wow. and then you had Y2K. I, I read something about some kid who was born after 2000 and had just heard about this Y2K thing and was like, uh, you know, that doesn't even make sense to me, <laughs> you know? And, and of course it doesn't make sense because here we are in 2020, but we thought it was going to be the end of the yeah. modern world in 2000. Crazy. I don't know. Well, like I always say, soul sense would make all the sense in the world for everybody. It makes sense. Come from the soul. Come from your your place of higher understanding and, and look at life. Because we could all, how we process individually becomes collectively. And that's so important for people to understand. It really is so important. Well, you know what I think is terrible nowadays? I was, I was telling this to my daughter too is, okay, so it's ridiculous how much p- politics plays a role in our life uh, that it shouldn't. Because on online dating sites, just about every woman I see on there, the first line of their profile has to do with politics. And it's, a, it, it's either if you're a libtard, swipe left, or if you're a Trumpster, uh, swipe left. It, it holds true for both sides. And it's like, I always think to myself, how utterly ridiculous. You know, I get it. I, a couple should have similar political viewpoints. But that's not my point. My point is, you know, why is this the priority in, in meeting mm-hmm. somebody? Like, that's the first line out of your mouth. Like, do I want to walk up to a woman and the first question they ask me is, are you Republican or are you Democrat? You know, it's it shows like, what a bunch of followers, you know, that's such a follower thing. No doubt. You know, it's such a fo- I mean, me and my husband have been married 27 years and we are complete polar opposites about politics completely and we had a at one point had to make a decision don't talk about it we're not talking about it we know what we both believe we're not talking about it because it always created an argument there you go exactly and and we just couldn't we just couldn't because he's you know he's well he's that guy (laughs) 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 no peace love you know and i'm like Uh, okay and uh i laugh because 
me and my son didn't tell him who we voted for. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Because we knew he was going to get mad. <laughs> I think he might know because he never pushed it. You know what I mean? But he's like, I he hope you voted had, for the right person. He had oh, I didn't know. know there was a right one. <laughs> he had. To, I don't think there was a right one at all, to be he's honest. like, who won? I think I did that on one of my TikTok videos, winning. I know. That I see you follow me on TikTok. I love TikTok. I don't go at it enough. I should go at more. It's but. a lot of work. Yeah, I, I got to just have fun with it and be some of the younger, my son's friends always, go on TikTok, Mrs. Lynch, do meditations. That's oh, yeah, definitely. Hey, my daughter and her boyfriend started a TikTok about a month ago because he's a cuber, meaning Rubik's Cube, and he's like obsessed with him. So he, they, ha, they have a, uh, a cuber, uh, you know, TikTok, and... Literally, while I was there, they broke 10,000 followers in, in less than a month. And I'm telling my daughter is not technically savvy at all. She's not that social media person. But, uh, you know, what is her what is her follow? What is her name on there? It, it's the Cube Connoisseur. Oh, they're there. You got it. I'll have to follow them. There you go. So uh, look at them. 11K. Yeah, look at that. I mean, it, they were at like 8,500 one day, and, and then the next day they broke 10, 10K. And that was their goal was 10K because that's when you uh, can apply for creator funding, which means TikTok pays you money. Is that why everybody goes live? And I notice when people go live, they don't do anything but talk about, like, stupid shit. I know. The live is <laughs> like, oh, my God. And they're on there forever. It's like, I don't want to watch you brushing your hair and just, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I like I the know. TikTok I, videos I, where they actually, you know, they do some cool stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, and you'll see on my TikTok, one of the latest ones, my daughter and two of my grandchildren did one, one of the dances. Did you see that one? I just made friends with them. So well, no, the look, on, look on mine. One? Look on mine. <coughs> oh, okay. On yours, I'll look. I'll look for that. And I'll, I'll tag it or watch it or whatever. Yeah, I will. Hey, you know what we should do? What should we do? If she answers, we should call her up. I'll tell her that you, you know, you followed her and stuff. And then we could have her ask a question of where Spirit World thinks this cube connoisseur thing's going to go to. <laughs> we could do that. All right, let's try it. Hold on. I'm going to try to get her on here. Wait, we're not going to be on video, are we? No, 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 no. <laughs> Only I can see you like that. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even see you. Although I wish I could, but I can't. I, I, I'll I thought just... you were going to do a TV thing. Do you do your TV thing? I'm not doing it yet. Like, because I'm trying to transfer my face for radio to face for TV. <laughs> What's your radio face? Your face is good. Well, you know, it's that joke, you know, face for radio. Oh, got you. Oh, geez. I'm learning. Let's see if she even answers. I'm going to try to get her on here. I'm getting more followers, though. How many do hey, I have? There you go. I'm up to 42. <laughs> Ooh, rocking. <clears throat> You're rocking it. No, I have 42,000. That's when I'm rocking it. There you go. 42 million. Beth Ooh. Lynch. 42 million with Beth Lynch. Well, if I did readings on there, but it's too hard to do readings on here. I don't think she's going to answer. It doesn't look like she answered. Wait. Please leave your message uh, for five six one eight two seven one nine. We'll leave eight, her a message. Six. 
Hey, Rachel, you know, I'm live on the air right now, and uh, we, uh, I'm with the amazing Beth Lynch, spiritual medium, and we were talking about the Cube Connoisseur and TikTok, and she followed you, and uh, so call back if you can, if it's in time, it might not be in time, but maybe next time we have Beth Lynch on, if it's not in time, call us up, and you can ask a question for the other side, the spiritual world, of where the Cube Connoisseur is going to go. And Beth Lynch will tell you. Love you. Bye. Why would I feel something about YouTube? Is that a next level or next step? That, or You next know something? what's funny about that is that, yes, I was advising to them that they should set up a YouTube channel, too. Okay. Well, that was some guidance. Oh, Getting well. reaffirmed by Dad's intuition and Beth uh, Lynch's connections. <laughs> all right. Well, if she doesn't call back, we'll definitely have to have her listen to this to know that YouTube is the next logical step. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. Definitely. Oh, you know what I want to ask you, too? Okay, as we're nearing the end, and we'll see if she calls in, but let's go to a different thing. Let's go back to relationships for a second. So, one of the previous episodes, you had gave me a reading and said something, and I think it was about somebody I was dating at the time, and but I had just met or something like that. I don't know, you gave some positive vibes, and I'm not sure if that's the person you were talking about or what have you. But, you know, here's what I find. All the women that I meet, it's positive for like two, three days. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very long. (laughs) No. Well, you know what it is, too, is that, okay, so I have honed in on my ability at this stage in life that really to find out who the real person is and if they're compatible in three days and not play games like in other words i say oh i can live with this i you know i'm looking for something very specific everybody keeps trying to tell me to stop being that way and you know because that's the society we live in but that's why we have such a high divorce rate it is because of people thinking that way and settling and you know it's funny because Okay, so this person I I was dating, and we're not officially not dating now. We're just haven't talked or seen each other like it was then. And it's not that anything necessarily happened. It's more of, you know, so uh, it, it's more of this. It's more of, like, if I say something about certain things I'm looking for, I'll get the typical response. Well, relationships are about compromise and blah 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 i'm like no you should that's the problem why should you compromise on the things you want from another person you know and i don't get why pe. i i do get it but i don't get why people don't get that it's like you know a big one for me is the person has to be into the same music i'm into and nobody can see to understand it why is the music so important well number one it's one of my biggest passions in life. Number two, it's a huge part of my um, business. Number three, it's a huge part of what I do all the time because I'm always going to these festivals and concerts. And listen, why would you want to be with somebody that never joins you in 90% of your activities? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't get why people like, well, you can have different hobbies. And, yeah, but why be with somebody if you're not going to share those things in your life that you love to do i'm not saying all the time what i'm simply saying is there's also the other thing is the conversations that you could have you know when, when you're somebody that's super passionate about music 
it's really like a strong vibe and connection when that other person has that same passion for the same music. Ooh, see, there's spirit. That's my, my son coming home from work, the ring in the garage room. <laughs> uh, that would, I, I'm going to stick with that with spirit. But, any, <laughs> but anyway, you know, like, here's what happens is, like, when I'm with somebody that's into the same music, like, you can talk the same language, okay? And when it's somebody that, tolerates it but doesn't necessarily like it you can't have those same conversations because you can talk about stories like in, in things i do doing festivals and talk about stories and they just have this blank look on their face opposed to somebody that shares your same passion they're like oh my god that's so cool and blah 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 blah, blah. so my question for you is are these people right that I shouldn't be so picky about certain things and I think I should because they're core things or is there, you know, like in this instance, you know, is this somebody that, you know, it's really not, uh, I'm not with them because maybe it's just not that vibe, uh, you know, because I've, I've been with people that they treat you good. There's just not that same vibe. But then sometimes there's people that treat you bad and there is that vibe. So that's bad, too. Yeah. Well, and if they're treating you bad or they're not, you know, that's done. That's that's just not going to work. Bad is not good. Yeah, no doubt. I don't care what your connection is or energy. You know, everything's energetic in a relationship. So the frequency you're in is the frequency you will usually draw to you or you'll draw a frequency to learn more from yourself about yourself. It's not in the person. You definitely got to be with somebody with music. There is no compromise there for you i'm I glad feel that you agree 100%. that hey, see i'm glad you're like the only person in the world that agrees with me on no that. your music is not where you compromise and i feel you know it's like this i've always felt someone around you and i know she's out there and i mean i could see the leather jacket like kind of almost like the, the look you might like i don't know but well that's I feel the like hard she's part either like involved in some kind of publicity in some way for music or for a band that could be quite possible because you never know because i deal with a lot of those people Mm-hmm. she's very connected to a certain band up and coming huh interesting yeah you know and, and it's funny you're you're right but here's the thing that's also difficult you know i have a few different looks that i like so because i'm that way i have many different looks like you go in my college in my closets and I have different clothes for different things. I have my metal clothes. I have my hippie clothes. I have my professional clothes. I have my nightclub clothes. And I just have my, and I have my surfer clothes. You know, and they're all different parts of me. So it's like, it's funny because in a woman, I do like, like the metal heads and the punks. But I also like the hippies. But then I also like the high, bougie, professional people too. Yeah, and women too. So it's funny because I'm both those people and all those people. And that's where I think the difficulty comes in finding somebody that, you know, can be the chameleon that I am and have mm-hmm. the multiple interests that I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you do a lot of online? Is that where you meet people? And yeah, stuff? I've done it for years and it's getting old. It, it's, it's worse than going to the bars. Like, it's ridiculous like what goes on on the online dating there's all these catfish there's fakes there's people that are like i have this philosophy if you're gonna go online dating where there's millions of people to choose from why would you lie why not just be brutally honest about who you are and what you're looking for so you can actually get a match 
people lie more than on, on there than they do in a bar when it's slim pickings, you know? It, and it makes no sense to me. Like, just be who you are right from the beginning, you know? I'm a firm believer. The woman I want needs to get me, okay? And... Mm -hmm. When they start talking to you about how you should be or how you should compromise, to me, that means they don't get you, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm also a big believer in, this is one of the things I say a lot lately is, the right person for you is the person who you can be inside your head with. They know the person inside your head, and they not only are okay with it, but they embrace it. And what do I mean by that is that we're never except for that one special person or maybe two special people, we're never 100% who we are in our head. You know, we have different facets of us in different situations, and there's some things that nobody knows about us. That person, mm -hmm. that right person, would be able to know that and embrace it. I kind of I go back to the, the TV series Dexter when it comes to that. Did you ever watch that? No, I never have. I've heard of it, but uh, I never have. <laughs> okay, so the deal with Dexter is he's this serial killer that has a code. So in other words, he he has this darkness inside of him because something that happened to him in childhood, but he was given this code to live by so that he doesn't just kill anybody, he kills bad people. But he lives like two different lives, like most serial killers. So he, he gets into four relationships through the whole lifetime of the series. The first relationship... <laughs> was this really good woman who was really sweet and nice. She only knew good Dexter, and she would never have been able to handle the, the dark Dexter at all. So he could only be part of who he was with her. Then the next woman only liked dark Dexter. So now he couldn't, that's not good for him either because that promotes the dark side, but also is not cool with the good side. Then the third one was basically this uh, person who was temporarily on the same wavelength as him. In other words, she had this specific thing that happened that Dexter helped her with. She saw both his good side and his dark side and embraced both of it, but only for a short period of time. When she got her problem fixed, she didn't need to be that way anymore. So they were on the same wavelength, but only for a short period. Then the last one, Hannah McKay. She also was a serial killer, uh, but she knew every part of Dexter. She knew the person he was inside his head. She embraced it. She embraced the good. She embraced the bad. She embraced everything and loved it, all of it. Not just was okay with it, but that person that loves it. And because of that, that inner urge that serial killers have, Dexter lost and no longer had the urge to kill. And, you know, I've seen this also, like, you know, in my own life with family members in my own life, whereas, like, one member of my family, everybody thought with disdain about certain actions that he did, and they were negative actions, and they did have negative impacts on people. But his wife, like, she just loved the most the best way to describe it is the most psycho part of them, <laughs> you know, and, and thought it was cool. You know, what everybody else thought was negative, she thought was cool. My son just told me some bad news real quick. Uh-oh. He put a mask on and came down. He kind of popped his head in and said, I got to get tested. So I'm sorry. That was a good conversation. Sorry to end it that way. I'm all right. It's all right. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. We're, well, there that it a is. Nice way to <laughs> there it is. Weird times that we live in. That this radio show has now been interrupted by 2020. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, listen. We'll talk again two weeks from now. And yeah, I got distracted for sure. Hey, it happens. That's something that could distract you. So let's continue this next time. And thanks for being with us, Beth Lynch. And thanks for some solutions. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.